Hi, everyone, and welcome to our first ever virtual Psalm 40 project. I am joined today by Jessie Versluis. She has graciously decided to uh, do this with us and give this a shot. We do want to keep bringing these projects to you guys because I feel it's very important that we get to know each other and we continue to stay connected with one another, um, even though we have to do a lot of this virtually. Uh, so, Jesse, thank you so much for uh, being somewhat of a guinea pig <laughs> um, sure. and, and joining us. Uh, Jesse is a senior at Grand Valley, uh, and we are continuing our uh, Senior Saints idea, and we are transitioning into a couple of our college seniors. So, Jesse, um, let's just get started. Um, where did you grow up? Yeah, so I'm from Walker. That's where I was born, too. Um, I guess my family has some deep roots in West Michigan. We've been here for a while. So, yeah, born and raised in Walker. All right. And have, did you go to LaGrave right off the bat? Yeah. So, actually, that's how my parents met. I was born okay. at LaGrave as well as my two older brothers. Um, and both of my parents were born at LaGrave. My grandmother actually came to the grave when she was six years old, and my other grandparents came to the grave, I believe, soon after they were married. So, um, yeah, my dad saw my mom at the grave and asked her out. So the rest is history. Wow. All right. I know. I, I mean, this is the best part <laughs> of doing these projects is learning these things. Um, so, what? You're now third generation. Well, I guess technically my great-grandparents went to LaGrave, too, because they took my grandmother there, so I believe I'm fourth generation. Oh, wow. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's fantastic. And so um, you said you have very deep roots here, uh, grown up throughout the, the church the entire time. Um, what, are, um, what are some of the things that are just, I guess... I'm curious about the longevity. Like, what does that mean to you, um, being here for a, a long period of time, being rooted in this place? Sure. I think ultimately it doesn't, it's not like it's a huge thing, but it is cool being able to go to church with my grandparents um, and to see my great uncles and my aunts. It's just awesome to be able to go to church with your family, I think. Yeah, that's I'm sure that there are tons of people that can resonate with that here. Um, right. It is a very special thing here at LaGrave that we do have families that are two, three, four generations um, worshiping together. Um, Dave Buter was talking about that a little bit uh, a couple episodes ago as well. Um, what are some of the things um, growing up here or, you know, um, being a part of this church and having a family that's been so deeply a part of the church that's impacted your faith. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think one thing that LaGrave does really well is invests in the youth. I mean, we have so many programs. If you look at GEMS and Cub Scouts, Boy Scouts, Crew, um, Sunday School and Catechism, there's just a ton of different opportunities for everyone to go um, on mission trips or to get to know older members of the church as well. And I think that's really important because I think part of being part of a church means that you have to be part of a community um, because I think it's 
when you're in numbers and surrounded by community um, that we really grow in our faith. So even though I might have a lot of family that goes to the grave, I also think it's really important that um, we make relationships with everyone in the church because ultimately we are a church family, not just blood families. Yeah, but and I think that's really well said, uh, especially in um, today's time, the abnormalness of uh, not being able to see one another, but people are calling one another um, and trying to connect with those who they consider their church family, and it's not their blood relations. Absolutely. Um, so you you mentioned uh, growing up, and I'm I can am I assuming correctly that you did go through like Gems Middle School program crew uh, as you grew up in the church. Mostly. I participated more in gems and Sunday school than I did in the youth groups. I did go on two mission trips, so I guess that doesn't count. Um, and I did attend crew when I was a junior and senior, but not as much ETs when I was in middle school. Gotcha. Okay. So then um, who are some of those people that, as you were growing up, that helped nurture your faith, um, helped guide you? in those kind of areas? Absolutely. Um, I guess two people from LaGrave that stick out to me would be Tina Rooks and Paul Stevenson. Mm. Paul Stevenson was one of my Sunday school teachers growing up. Um, and even now, um, he's leading our college-aged Bible study. So he's been a pretty big, impactful, or in, he's been an impactful person in my life growing up. Um, because he's also one of the professors at Grand Valley, where I go. Um, so he's Do you have helped. class with him? I've never had a class with okay. him, but he is the one that helped me decide my major. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if he knows that or not, but... Um, and then Tina Rooks was, or is, the head of GEMS. So she's had a big impact on a lot of the things I've participated in um, at the grave as a child. Okay. Yeah. So, um, sort of the, and are you still, do you still have connections with Tina? I mean, that you see her in church. Sure. We don't talk very much anymore, but she was still very, in, what's the word? Um, impactful, I suppose, growing up. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's the beauty of, um, I think both the longevity of being here at the church, but also, uh, the people who we have in place, Paul's been a youth director for years. Tina's been uh, Jem's um, uh, coordinator for years. And uh, so they stay here for a long period of time. Mm -hmm. People stay here for a long period of time. And those relationships get to, to blossom and grow as people are growing too. Absolutely. And there's actually one other member who is relatively new to LaGrave, but um, has been in my life for, I believe, eight years now. She was my mentor and is my mentor. Um, she's my high school teacher, Mary Dornboss. Okay. So she's been just a huge impact on my life um, in everything that she's done, not only as my teacher, but she's really gone out of her way to help me grow in my faith. Um, she goes and takes me out to coffee. <laughs> she threw me a surprise birthday party one time. So she's not only gotten to know me to help me grow in my faith, but also gotten to know me 
just because I think she cares about youth and the people that she mentors. Yeah, that's really cool to hear. I don't know if we get too many of those stories, um, but there's, there is something really special about um, a mentorship um, relationship that, you know, you do have somebody in your life that isn't blood um, and that maybe you need to go talk to about those relationships that <laughs> are going on. <laughs> that's so cool. I, um, I, I talked to Jolene a lot about uh, mentoring because that's something that's really passionate or she's really passionate about. And that's, you know, the, what you just described with Mary is exactly um, the kind of thing that we, we really hope that people are getting here at LaGrave. Um, and it's great to hear that she's come to LaGrave. Um, <laughs> so maybe there can be some way to foster mentorship better um, and make friendships between uh, the generations. So absolutely. Outside of uh, church activities, are there any sort of life events that have helped shape your faith? Oh, definitely. So right after high school, I got a job in Montana at a summer camp. And I can hear all my friends laughing through the computer because I talk about it all the time. But there's this summer camp. It's just a regular send your kid for a week to camp mm -hmm. um, kind of place. And my first summer there, I was, I guess, a cleaning lady of sorts. Okay. But I guess my boss's perspectives was in order to make sure that we are um, helping the campers grow in their faith, their perspective was, well, we have to make sure that our staff is being fed um, with just different, you know, being fed spiritually. Mm -hmm. So I've never had, I've never lived with people that were so dedicated to getting to know me, um, to yeah. seeing who I was in my faith and dedicated to helping me grow. So I've been there for three summers. And if this virus slows down, I'm hopefully going back for a fourth summer. Um, but that's just definitely been a very impactful place for me. Yeah, you, there's no way you would know this, but I spent five summers working at a camp in Pennsylvania. No way. Yeah, four years as a as a counselor and one year as like the men's discipler. Um, camp is a very special place. Um, I hope that people. I hope that kids are able to experience it, and that you know, I. I laugh because it taught me somewhat what it was like to be a parent. <laughs> and, then, yeah. and then I, I feel for parents more because <laughs> um, I have to deal with your kid for an entire week. Um, <laughs> yeah. So that's awesome. Uh, what, what did you do um, for your uh, summers after your first one? Sure. So, the second two, or yeah, the following two summers, I was also a counselor. This coming summer, I'll be the media manager. So I'll be making videos, taking pictures, and then updating their social media. Oh, that sounds awesome. Yeah, it seems like it could help me with my resume a little bit more than being a counselor again with the marketing degree and everything. Yeah, well, <laughs> um, continuing along just your journey and how you've been growing. Um, and thinking about those those mentors that have helped shape your faith, do you think there are things that they would be 
excited about that uh, the big church is doing and also what LaGrave is doing? Yeah, I definitely do. I think we've done a good job reaching out to our neighbors in the community just because LaGrave is in a pretty cool spot of the city. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of maybe well-to-do people come to LaGrave and yet we're in an area of Grand Rapids that isn't well-to-do. So I think we've been put in a really awesome position where we have been able to reach out into our community and kind of broaden our horizon of who's who comes to church. Yeah, that's that's one of the things I think LaGrave, um, <laughs> it's bad to say prides itself on because a church shouldn't be prideful. <laughs> But it's one of those things that I think makes LaGrave stand out a little bit is that they do, um, we partner with all kinds of organizations in the area and we, we long to be a place um, that is part of the city. Uh, and what kind, of, what kind of experience have you had um, connecting with our neighborhood? Yeah, absolutely. So I do remember... The one time I did go to ETs, we went out to the city and um, we were in groups of maybe six and we all had a leader and we would go around and ask people if we could pray for them. Um, and that definitely put me out of my comfort zone because especially when I was in middle school, I wasn't the most outgoing, let me talk to you kind of person. So going in a group and going to talk to people that were very much different from me and from what I was used to was definitely a growing experience. And then also, I mean, was it every Wednesday night, we had the opportunity to volunteer at Degage. So that was also a really awesome opportunity. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I think they are, I think they're still, I think they're still working with Degage. I'm not a hundred percent sure that's great. on that. Um, but yeah, we, and that's, I think one of the great things, um, as you mentioned, is that there are plenty of opportunities for people to get out into the neighborhood, um, and be a part of this community. Um, sure. how, how about the flip side of that, that question? Um, are there some of those things that maybe, um, the big church C capital C, um, or LaGrave, um, maybe should be thinking about working on, uh, maybe something not so happy about? You know, I think LaGrave already is working on it, but there does seem to be this invisible barrier between, I guess, my generation and some of the older generations. Yeah. Um, and I don't think that's anyone's fault. I just think that there does seem to be this barrier that needs to come down at some point. Um, and maybe that's true with every generation that grows up, but um, I definitely know we've are doing, I believe, the 1824 Project, which is a great idea, I think. And college dinners are also a great way for college students to get to know people that are serving food. Um, but yeah, I know that's definitely something that we've talked about as a church, about how do we integrate the older generations with the younger generations. Yeah. Um, not to put you on the spot or anything, but what would be what would be a good way, in your opinion, for um, sort of the generations to come together? Hmm. You know, honestly, for me, I think, because I definitely think the younger generations are at fault for this too, but I think we often don't, we're comfortable with the groups that we're in. So 
in the multi-purpose room, for example, I think we often stick to talking to people that um, we might have some sort of familiar familiarity with. Um, so maybe making it a goal of, I don't know, talking to someone that looks way younger or way older than you, at yeah. least one every Sunday. I don't yeah. know. Maybe maybe everyone does that and I'm the only one who does it. I don't know. I, I don't think that's the case. Uh, you know, <laughs> this is something that is near and dear to uh, the staff's heart. And mm -hmm. there are times where they will put up sort of some questions in the felt or in the multi-purpose room to just try to help stimulate um, people reaching out and not and not just generationally, but just get outside of your comfortable bubble. <laughs> you know, um, we're a decent-sized church, and so it's easy for us to to feel safe and comfortable in the circles that we have. Um, but as you said, it's it's very important for us to kind of branch out and get to know somebody else. Right. I think part of that's hard is because it can be awkward sometimes too so oh for sure yes they yeah. um that's that is one of the reasons why we do use the questions from time to time <laughs> is is because we're just like all right we're just gonna we're just gonna give people something to discuss and that way that the awkwardness is um is sort of abated and hopefully hopefully people will just be like okay this is going to be awkward for a second let me ask this question <laughs> yeah i i never even knew that was there i'll have to check into it yeah i don't it doesn't happen very frequently um and maybe <laughs> maybe with your suggestion uh we can talk about doing that more regularly um uh, so we did touch a, a little bit on this but what encourages you about the ministry of Lagrave? absolutely I think LaGrave does a really great job of trying to find its weak spots and to grow in them. Um, like we just talked about that barrier between the older generations and younger generations, LaGrave has definitely identified that and they're trying to do their best to get rid of that barrier. Mm -hmm. um, and I've seen that in a lot of areas where LaGrave seeks out areas where it's not as strong and wants to make it stronger. Hmm. I think you're the first person to articulate that. I, I think that that's a sense that we have as a church body, mm -hmm. um, but you might be the, one of the first um, non-staff members that have been, have been willing to, <laughs> to acknowledge that. Um, that. I think that, that is, that's a really important part of a, of a growing church, mm -hmm. is to be willing to kind of look at those areas you aren't strong at and, and talk about them. For sure. Um, so you are now sort of at the end of your schooling, unless you decide to go further. Um, <laughs> but just kind of thinking about your experience, how has LaGrave shaped you, helped, um, been a presence for you while you've gone through school, maybe high school, maybe college? Absolutely. Um, I would say going to college, that was a big transition for me. I went to private Christian schools all my life. And then obviously that summer camp is a small, very intimate Christian group. And going from that to a giant state university was a pretty big transition for me. Um, so having LaGrave be a constant in my life was a really great thing for me and kind of kept me rooted in my faith too. Mm. Yeah. 
Um, can you um, can you speak a little bit more about uh, how it might have kept you rooted? For sure. Um, state universities, I don't think it's you know, a surprise to anyone that it's not private Christian school. So I was being exposed to a lot of stuff for the first time that I'd only ever seen in movies and TV shows. So being able to come home, home being church every Sunday um, and being connected back with my faith and my community was a really great thing for me to be able to take back to school and not only, you know, live there well, but to hope, hopefully be a light. Yeah. So I, I almost asked the question and then you, you did answer it. Um, you, you came back to church after a week of being at school to be rejuvenated, For but, sure. but then you turn right around and use that uh, rejuvenation to go out and be a light um, to I your community. So. <laughs> that's the hope. Yeah. And I, you know, that's, that's what I think Sunday is all about. You know, we, we do need to come from wherever we are back into the presence of God, be there with him, be with other believers. Um, but we can't stay there. We got to turn around and we got to go back out into the, into the world and be a light. Um, so that's, that's awesome to hear that that is how your experience has been. Well, thanks. <laughs> it's just, it's just fun to hear the stories. You know, we don't, we don't get to hear these kind of things all the time. So, um, and then we just want to make sure that, um, we covered everything. Was there something I didn't ask you, um, that you maybe wanted to talk about? No, I think LaGrave gets an A+. Plus. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, well, Jesse, thank you so much for taking the time to do this with us. Uh, looking forward to uh, getting this content out to people. So thank, thank you. you. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. Um, friends, we are uh, going to keep trying to do virtual Psalm 40 projects. Um, and we are grateful that you've tuned in with us and Jesse Versluce. So see you next time. Thank you.